Welcome to the Birmingham Vineyard podcast. We hope you find it insightful and encouraging. If you want to find out more about us, why not check out our website, birminghamvineyard.com. Good morning. Happy Chinese New Year. Today is the first day of Chinese New Year. So grace, peace, and joy from our God, our Father, and Lord Jesus Christ in this year, um, to you in this year of the rapids. <laughs> well, in the new year, those in our culture usually go to the homes of our elderly generations to demonstrate our love and respect for them. Like our grandma and grandpa's house or my parents' house. They will greet the younger generations with wrap envelope, which we called a wrap packet, wrap packets. This one. Um, this wrap packet usually contains money in Hong Kong. <laughs> But today, we've got chocolate cones. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> we've got the treats. And they symbolize a wish of blessing and prosperity for the coming year. So in Hong Kong, this is a way we bless our community, including families and friends. And we are in God's family. So... You are one of our families too. So if you still haven't accepted Jesus, you are also welcome too, because we would like to bless you in our way. So if you didn't take one of the red packets when you came in, please take one before you leave. This week, is the last week of our bind series. We'll look deeper into love and serving one another in our community. Church is a community. Everyone takes part in this community. And it is important to us because we are called to come together by the Holy Spirit. So we are related to each other. We are connected through Jesus, who is divine. When we come together, we influence each other. And in return, we are influenced by the church community too. Every greeting, every smile, every prayer, and every blessing that we show towards the community will make a difference. If community is important to us, it is important that we pay attention to what Jesus said to his disciples who were, who were his community just before he was crucified. We are going to read from John 15, verse 10 to 17. Feel free to get your Bibles or follow the scriptures on the slides. 
Verse 10. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remained in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruits, fruits that will last. So that whatever you ask in my name, the father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. Love each other. Is it easy? Mm. No, it's not. We are not always good people because we all grew up in a sinful world. It might be hard to love someone that is different from us. And sometimes we are hurt or disappointed by someone in the community too. And sometimes the hurt keeps us away from the group of the church people. If this is the situation that you are going through, I would like to apologize to those who were hurt by people in church. We're sorry for the hurt. We're sorry for the hurt. Please forgive us. Um, sorry, sorry. Okay, let's pray. Lord, would you heal the hurt and broken hearts? Lord, may your love flow into all broken situations. And may your healing power be present here, now, into our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. So it can be so hard to love one another well. So how can we love each other well? How? Well, first, we love each other by first dwelling into the relationship with Jesus. Mm. In the very beginning of the book of John, in chapter 1, verse 37 to 39, two of John, the baptized disciples, 
heard about Jesus and followed him. Then Jesus turned around and asked them, "What do you want?" And they asked, "Where do you stay, or where do you dwell?" Come, he replied, and you will see. Come, and you will see. This is an invitation. That Jesus gave to the two disciples, and in the same way, this is also an invitation to all people who wants to know where Jesus dwells. We are invited to enter into relationship with God through Jesus, divine. And this is the relationship Jesus and his disciples, between Jesus and his disciples, he is an open door to come and meet God. It was through the invitation that the disciples began the adventure with Jesus. In Joe's preaching two weeks ago. She suggests seven steps to us to help us to abide in Jesus. Do you still remember? Yeah, seven steps.、Um, you are you are invited to enter into the relationship with our God. So please go back to our website to listen to the seven steps if you missed in that week or if you already forgot it. Please go back and listen. It is important. For us to abide in Jesus, and let Jesus abide in us. Returning to Jesus' relationship with his disciples, the first fourteen chapters of the book of John, the disciples experience so many things. For example, a lot of healing miracles, debating with opponents. Feeding the five thousands, and lots and lots of teachings. When it comes to our passage today, Jesus told his disciples to come, to keep his commands, and remain in his love. Keep his command and remain in his love. This is very important because a. Apart from the vine, you can do nothing. We have to go back to Jesus' teaching, listen to His words, follow Him, let the Holy Spirit refresh us, and let His words shine into our lives. And this is how we keep on dwelling in His love. And very important, importantly, Jesus is the source and energy that we need to loving、uh, for loving others. He is the source and energy for loving others. We love each other with God together. We love each other with God together. Together. Yes, together. 
Second, we love each other through the power of the Holy Spirit. In chapter 14, just right before this chapter, Jesus promised his disciples to send the Holy Spirit to them. In the verse it says, If you love me, show it by doing what I have told you. I will, walk to, I, will, I will talk to the Father and he will provide you another friend so that you will always have someone with you. This friend is the spirit of truth. The godless world can't take him because it, did, it doesn't have eyes to see him, doesn't know what to look for, but you know him already because he has been staying with you and will even be in you. This is from the Message Bible. The Holy Spirit is already staying with you and in you. Yes, we have the Holy Spirit inside us. So we are, so are we loving the community all by ourselves? No, no, absolutely not. We are not loving people all by ourselves. We are partnering with our God. He will empower us to love the people who are not always good, who are not always easy to love, and might hurt us in some ways. God is our strength. He will help us to give us, to keep us on loving others. We are not doing it alone. We are not drawing our own energy to love people. Instead, we are so blessed to work out this seemingly impossible thing with our God. Third, Jesus over joy and friendship when we persevere in love. In verse 11, Jesus said, I have told you this so that my, my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. When we are in his love, such a relationship of love leads to joy. This is the joy of obedience that will be in us. The joy of obedience help us when we go through difficulties. Because this is the joy that comes from Jesus who kept his Father's command in verse 10. In Hebrews, in Hebrews 12, 2, it says, the joy, For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus put his hope in this joy when facing the 12 hour of sacrifice. He revealed these things to his disciples that they might have the same joy in its fullest measure. Therefore, this joy is different from 
a short-term happy moment. When we obey Jesus' commands, his joy will be in us because we are remained in his will, which is loving one another. Okay, let me share with you my experience of the joy of obedience. I remember one time when I felt misunderstood when my careless words really hurt someone. I didn't mean that to happen, but it did hurt someone accidentally. I also felt hurt because that person had misunderstood me too. And this hurt made it hard to keep to show um, my love to that person. It's hard. I remember a cry during my quiet time with the Lord. I knew I couldn't escape having to to show love to that person. So I told God, okay, I will do it even though I'm wounded. I apologized to that person. And amazingly, God restored this relationship. It wasn't restored immediately. It took some time. But the joy in my heart refreshed me from the moment I took my first step. The joy of obedience. Keeping Jesus' comments can also lead joy to the community too. Have you ever experienced when you were having a bad day and someone showed up and prayed for you, sent you flowers, or gave you something nice to eat, or gave you some encouragement, or even just simply be there with you. Would that action brighten you a little bit? Yeah? Yeah. And this is the sweetness of love within the community. When we are in a deep, dark valley, we need God and we also need someone to walk with us, cry with us, pray with us, and to love us. Yes, we all know that God is with us, but people around us are important too. We all need companions to walk with us in our faith journey. We need support from each other. We need encouragement from each other. We need to learn from each other. And we need to be surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses when we are weak in our faith. You know, you don't, you don't have to, um, sorry, you don't have to 
um, being the one who is always showing love to others. You can be a recipient too. Yeah, you can be a recipient too. Jesus said, "You are my friends if you do what I command." The disciples are declared to be his friends by acting out Jesus' love and their obedience to his teaching. Jesus no longer calls the disciples servants, but introduces a new relationship with them. However, obey to his command is not a legal exchange. Obeying his command because we understand his character, we have understood his heart, and we know who Jesus is. We know how much love he has for his people. He shared his thoughts, his teaching, his heart, his plan, and even gave away his life to his branches. And we understand that all the things that he commands us to do are for our own good. That's why we obeyed him. We are not like the servant who obeys the rules of his master because he has to do so without knowing a thing of his master's in a personal way. Jesus wants his disciples to understand him. To know him more, and to love him. Jesus is the Lord, but he also wants to develop a deeper, deeper relationship with us. Abide in Jesus. So enjoy each moment of being loved by the community. And enjoy the joy that raises up in you when we persevere to love, even though it might carry wounds and tears. God promises that when we abide in His love, the joy will be complete, and we are His friends. So join a small group. Therefore, it is good to stay in a community where we have every opportunity to demonstrate love. Other than Sunday service, we also meet up with each other weekly through small groups too. Small groups help us to develop a deeper relationship with each other. This is the place where we can honestly share in a trusting relationship. It's there where we have more time to pray and share. Small groups is really important. Jesus also gathered a small groups around himself in the shape of the twelve disciples as the first group of followers in the Bible. If you're newcomers, or if you've attended our church for a few times but still haven't joined one of our small group, please fill out your information in the welcome form. 
on our website. Is it in the? It yeah, it was there. Yes, yeah. Fill up the form in the welcome form and in our website. The QR um yeah, um we'll contact you and help you to connect to one of our small groups. Fourth, sometimes loving each other means sacrifice. Jesus told his disciples to love each other as he has loved them. Love each other as he has loved them. What does it mean? In verse 13 to 14, greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. The manifestation of Christ's love is in his death for others. And so this reveals the standard of love that should be working amongst our community. This is a mutual love and sacrifice for others. Jesus laid down his life and sacrificed for us because he loved us. He sacrificed himself so that we gain life in his name. And this is the love that he has for his people. He has, he has set up a model for his disciples to follow. Therefore, this love might come with sacrifice. We might sacrifice our time to spend with people who need company. Or in spending time to prepare for Sunday school with kids upstairs. You may arrive early to prepare coffee and tea for others. Or make a meal for someone in your house to demonstrate that you are thinking of them. Or maybe you could walk out of this building and talk to or pray with people who feel hopeless in their lives. Or who have even financially support um, through do donating to some charitable organizations. Giving a portion of our income to church as being part of how we facilitate loving one another in our church community too. This is an expression of sacrifice as well. There are so many wonderful things that you can do to serve others. So get creative and use your imagination to do good to others. Yes, love might come with sacrifice, but when you act, this, act out in this way, you can be assured that you are a friend of Jesus. If we keep his command, we can be used by God to work through us to shine before others. So are you willing to be used by God today? Are you willing to be used by God 
today? Jesus said, "This is my command: love each other." We are going to give a time to respond now. In our church community, some of us are like the disciple whom Jesus loved. In the book of John, these disciples keeps dwelling in Jesus. Holding on his command and acting out his teaching, he bears good fruits. Some of us are like Peter. He doesn't always get it right, but he is a believer. Jesus knows and understands the failure of his disciples. When Jesus had been resurrected and found Peter again on the shore of the Sea of Galilee in the last chapter of this book, Jesus called Peter to follow him again. This time, Peter obeyed Jesus, kept his commands, and fed his lambs. Then, Peter began to bear fruit. In his life, Jesus knows every one of us. If you haven't accepted Jesus, we encourage you to say yes to Him. He loves you so much, and He wants you to connect with Him for your own good. He is divine. He can provide you all you need in your life, and he promised to give you an abundant life. He is the source of love. So, if you are a believer, more like Peter, but have difficulties to keep his command, we love to pray for you. We are a community. We are here to support you and pray for you. We are a community. We are not here to judge you. We would love to pray for you. We are not perfect, but we all we all need Jesus, don't we? Yes, we all need Jesus. We'll love to pray for you. We hope you enjoyed the talk and found it helpful. Why not come along and visit us? We gather at three services across two sites on a Sunday, and meet during the week in small groups across the city. More information on both of these can be found on our website. Thanks for listening, and God bless.